Yeah! Talking about expressvpn.com slash nooners. Love ExpressVPN. You've got to have a VPN in today's world or you're not living your life right, brother. People are going to start stealing your passwords, all your bank info, everything. And I know most of you are probably thinking, uh, why don't you just use incognito mode? Let me tell you something. Incognito mode doesn't hide your activity. Doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browsing history, your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why when I'm at home, I never go online without using Express VPN. Huge fan. I've had it for years. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through their secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all of your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on. It runs seamlessly in the background uh, of all my computers and my laptops and my phones, and it's super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button, and you're protected. ExpressVPN is available on all your devices, like I was saying, phones, computers, uh, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you not to be using it right now. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit my exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash nooners, and you can get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S, vpn.com slash nooners. Expressvpn.com slash nooners. Head there to learn more. Yeah, talking about liquidiv.com, promo code Nooners at checkout. You see us drinking it on the show every single day. Where would we be, Japes, without Liquid IV in our lives? Dehydrated, we'd have headaches, we'd be tired, exhausted. Yep. Not be able to get through the day, get through work, we'd be sick all the time. I'd be hungover. (laughs) Every single day. Love the liquid IV. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks out there, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick. It's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. It's just a little tiny stick full of powder. Pop it in 16 ounces of water. You're good to go. What's your reckon, Jabes? Double or triple hydrated? Du- I would say double. Oh, I'd say triple. What? Nay. I'll say triple today. Huge fan of Liquid IV. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration. With Liquid IV, get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code Nooners at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code Nooners at liquidiv.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ross Patterson Welcome, welcome to another exciting, 
I would say riveting, if you will, uh, episode of the Ross Patterson Revolution. We got a really, really special guest here, uh, Hannah Lux Davis. I would, I would say, I, 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 I said earlier to uh, the producer, the famous producer, Brandon Bonifiglio, you were arguably the biggest female director uh, in, in music videos today. Um, that's a lie, but who's, thank who, you. Who's, who's above you? Who's above you? Um, the weird thing is, is I actually have a list on my phone. Of, Do you really? Of female directors that I'm like, what are they up to? I probably shouldn't. It's like gangster. No, no, no. That's, I know, I know. That's it, like some old school Jordan shit I where know. you're checking the box scores to see what what Bird and Magic are doing and be like, all right, fuck them. I gotta keep tabs on them. I mean, so, that's sort great. Of, actually. But I mean, not really. I don't really have to, but it's nice to kind of see what they're up to because there's some that I really admire and look up to. So I kind of want to see the trajectory of where they're going. That's a gangster mentality. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. I like. I, I used to do the same. Like when I, when I yeah. write scripts and all that stuff, I used to put a. De- I, I called it a death board. You know, everybody else has like a vision board. Yeah. I wanted these people dead. And it was like Judd Apatow, other people. Yeah. Above. And it, whatever their next projects were, I would keep that above my computer when I wrote. And I was like, all right, I'm going to be funnier than you today. Yeah. Um, but that, and that's, yeah. it's the same way. I think anybody who wants to get ahead or succeed or, or be the best at something should keep tabs on everybody else. That's a nice thing to hear. Yeah, I mean, it pushes me. It makes me like, be like, yo, they are working really hard right now. Or like, oh, I love what they just put out. Okay, I have to be better at this. You gotta or, be better. Yeah. You gotta be better. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. Uh, oh, this is gonna be a fun one, kids. <laughs> Hannah, we have some sponsors, ironically, who pay for this this whole this whole shit show to be on the air. I'm surprised every single time we do it. Uh, but, you know, Br- Brandon uh, was talking about Kirkland. He was a, a big Kirkland guy. Um, and I'm, I'm drinking his sponsor right now. You, you've got the LaCroix, LaCroix going on. LaCroix all the way. Uh, and with that, I, w- I would say throw a little strike force energy uh, into, into the LaCroix, because that's my jam, by the way, uh, or into the water. It's an it's a energy drink company. They have uh, the tastiest, tiniest little tin pouch of energy in a silver packet. Kick the can. You don't need the can anymore. Boom. You throw that in your drinks. You're good to go. Uh, they have a subscription of the month club. It goes in every single liquid available. And they ship everywhere in the entire world. So if you're in like a, what's the weirdest country you can think of? Tunisia? Sure. Is that still a country? Uh, maybe like Togo. Togo. That's an accent. Togo. Maybe Togo. Yeah. They ship to Togo. No lie. <laughs> they will find a way to ship to Togo. Uh, go to strikeforceenergy.com. Uh, type in the promo code REVOLUTION. You get 20% off of all your energy drink needs. Next up, uh, we got carnivoreclub.co. Uh, that's a .co. You don't see those too often. When you do, you know they're important. <laughs> it's a meat of the month club is what it is. Yeah. I'm the meat queen. Are you really? I fucking love meat. What's your favorite meat? I mean, I just love skirt steak. <laughs> skirt steak, flank steak. <laughs> skirt steak. I get down on skirt steak, flank steaks. Uh, that's, that's, my, that's kind of amazing. That's my jam right now. Yeah, it's kind of amazing. Um, were you were you, uh, you calling out something, Jables? Jables is our producer, by the way. Um, she is the top female producer in podcasting. I, I broke tell. the glass ceiling when I hired her to produce. Uh, a lot of people don't know that. She's the Kelly Ann Conway of podcast producing. Woo! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so if you want to talk about the top female director in the game, uh, we're also going to talk about the, the, the top female podcaster. So progressive in the game. over here. Uh, CarnivoreClub.co, can, they can give you all your meat needs. If you got any meat needs, uh, <laughs> they're the best in the biz. Go to CarnivoreClub.co, type in the promo code REVOLUTION. They're a meat of the month club. Um, tasty, tasty is what they are. Um, and God damn it. If I don't, I, I go through the entire box as soon as the second it comes to me, by the way, 
Second it hits my house, gone. Uh, type in the promo code REVOLUTION and get 20% off. Uh, last but not least, we've got straightrazors.com. Uh, this, kids, is how I get so... That's uh, baby face. Baby face. Looks smooth. I know. <laughs> I know. It's a little warm in here. I look like I've been swimming today. Uh, but it's, uh, it keeps the baby face in me. Keeps the baby face going in me. Hydrated. Is what it does. Hydrated. Mm-hmm. Hydrated is mm-hmm. what it is. Uh, so go to, go to uh, straightrazors.com uh, for all your, your, your shaving needs. They've got the, uh, the top aftershave, the top cologne uh, in the business. Type in the promo code REVOLUTION. You get 20% off. Uh, and then last but not least, at Nice Shakur as well. He rides. See, that's my book. Uh, greatest author of all time. Uh, I'm sure you've got 10 copies at your house. I do, actually. Everybody does. Yeah, I, I actually give them out as gifts. Yeah. And then I like write little notes and send a picture. Little notes to people? Yeah. It's your them? latest it's your latest Instagram. Yeah, yeah. I just put it in there. Boom, boom. <laughs> That's what it is. That's what it is. Uh, welcome to the show, Hannah Lux Davis. Thank you for having me. Yes. It's, it's an honor to have you. This is exciting. Uh, yeah, I, I, I feel like besides Jables, uh, females, females in the biz is tough. It's tough these days. Um, I, I, you don't rarely meet a female director, one, let alone music videos. Uh, I, and I don't know why. Um, what, what, do you think? what do you think the answer is? I mean, it's a tough job. Whenever I get asked, like, oh, female directing, is it, you know, what's it like being a female director? I mean, the job itself is hard. And I feel like maybe just females aren't that interested in it because maybe they like the styling or the makeup or the hair or the art department. And I find that it's a big responsibility and it takes a lot of leadership and a lot of confidence to speak to a crew and to handle tough situations that can be somewhat emotional sometimes because it is an artistic, you know, field and you get really passionate about creativity and you know, it's kind of everything you do is kind of like your baby. So women are just naturally more emotional. Like there's no other way around it. But uh, so in today's world, today's society, like, you know, you would expect like the, the girl power. Look, females are marching now. Mm-hmm. They're marching. They're doing marches. Like um, you would expect that there would be more women that would want to at least try it. Right. Like, uh, I, you know what? There, there are. And I think that the, you know, today's generation, like it's, there's more access to it. Like when they're younger, when, you know, in the beginning or not beginning, but even like 10 years ago, 12 years ago, 15 years ago, when I was like, trying it out and starting it for the first time. Right. Like I didn't have any girlfriends that were interested in just, you know, taking a camera and shooting. And back when I started, it was about like skate videos and yeah. making shitty things with your friends that are just like wild. And like, remember, um, punk, what was that show? The, punk. No, 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 yeah. I'm not kidding. punk. It was not the punks. one where they did like a whole bunch of stunts. Uh, jackass. Jackass. Yes. Stuff like jackass was really big when I was first starting. So that was something that we all aimed to do. And usually that was guys that I'd be shooting. So it was just kind of like a guy crew and like of people. And I feel like now more than ever, though, like it's so easy to make things. And I feel like they're like the next generation, there's going to be way more females into the game. Yeah, I because I, there's no excuse because any, anybody who says I want to be a filmmaker, how do I do that? It's like, uh it's very easy to get you started. Have a, you have a phone. You have an you iPhone. Have you phone. have cameras. You yeah. could go out and shoot and make things yeah. easier and cheaper and quicker more than ever. So it, it's an excuse. Like totally. if, if you're not shooting, th- that's your own problem that you're not a filmmaker oh, or, or a director. And um, it, like YouTube, there's, you can access so many you know, videos and tutorials and interviews just like at your fingertips. Yes. And when I was starting out, it was like, 
there wasn't even like there wasn't even YouTube yet. No. How old were you when you when you first got started? Well, I was um, 18 when I first went to film. Well, my when I was 17, I went to film camp, like the summer between my junior. How is that? How nerdy was film camp? Oh my god, it was so nerdy. I got kicked out for drinking. Really? Yeah. They were like, "Oh, you can't drink and film." I thought my life was over. (laughs) Let alone everyone is an alcoholic. Oh, completely. Yeah. And and it was just really funny. It was a fun time, but I was I'm, I'm from Seattle, so I went to LA. I went to the New York Film Academy and Universal. Um, Which I, is an oxymoron, the New York Film Academy, and in Los Angeles, where you're like, wait a minute, why I did know. you move to? I, I, we, everybody, you I hate New York? saying that because everybody's like, oh, New York. I'm like, no, LA. No, but, it was in LA, <laughs> it but it's the New LA. York Film Academy Very that was oh, on location. They were already on location because yes. of unions. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I went there between my junior and senior year, and it was a really fun, like, four week experience. It should have been five. And, um, yeah, we made films and we, you know, dicked around a lot. Uh, we like explored the city a bit on these fun little field trip excursions. Yeah. And it was that trip that really was like, yes, I am moving to LA. I am doing this. And how old were you when you moved to Los Angeles? I was 18. You were 18 years old. Yeah. Holy shit. And your yeah. parents were cool with that? Yeah. I didn't listen. I was terrible in school and academics and right. they were like, yes, go to film school. It wasn't like an academic, like USC. It was sure. a trade school, vocational school. And it was only a year long. So, um, yeah, I just did that. And it was really, I knew nobody in LA and I just moved here. And, yeah. I, I came out with one friend. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's scary. It is it's, scary, but I, it was I, so exciting. I, I was just so into the idea of filmmaking in Hollywood and it was, you know, where I'm from, it wasn't like aspir like, everybody's aspiration was not to go right and well in seattle LA. it's like hey i want to drink coffee and listen to grunge right yeah and, and everybody was, went to like kind of over it everybody's just yeah. kind of over life where they're yeah. just like eh. i mean who knows what they were into i i don't, I don't even remember what like everybody else is sort of gearing towards in terms of their college careers but i knew that i knew from a very young age that i was fascinated by filmmaking not really understanding which part of it I right. was really into I always used to say I was into cinematography thinking that was just overall filmmaking right um but I knew uh there was a, a few movies that really and when I grew, where I grew up we had like 10 movies in a rotation and that was it like we didn't like see everything sure so sure. like there was like these 10 movies we watched and um what was your favorite uh, Romeo and Juliet, Baz Luhrmann. Oh, the uh, the Caprio version. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The great movie. Oh, so good. Big and fan. then and then Strictly Ballroom, which is another Baz Luhrmann movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you like the the, the grandiose? Like yeah. he's got a certain style to oh, all of his. Totally. Because uh, even The Great Gatsby was like, I was like, all right, how are you gonna make The Great Gatsby cool? Um, yeah. I, and I, I dug The Great Gatsby. I was like, shit. It was but that's really Boz. cool. Yeah. That's Boz for you. He's so detailed and just like, he's very into color palette and and just really getting into the theme visually of a movie and, right. and that is what I absolutely love and I think as soon as I and also I'm really big on the music in a movie and how that how that uh, impacts like the emotion and the story and also impacts the editing too oh completely a lot of people don't know that where it's a lot of editors love to cut to music and especially great music uh it's even better yeah no 100 percent. and and that was also i mean that soundtrack for romeo and juliet was just so eclectic yeah. and just so different than like anything i really great. heard yeah like there was a song on there by this band called 
butthole surfers is yeah. that what they were called yeah, yeah. butthole surfers yeah 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 i mean it's just and then cranberries it was just a really cool time in music and art and filmmaking and and so i think that when that movie came out it was a really influential time in my life just being like a, a teen you know and dicaprio uh, and dicaprio let's let's, I mean, let's not forget dicaprio i mean yeah. and titanic are I you know. kidding me i know so, so yeah, I was just really fascinated by music and how that impacted the visual and um, and just like how fantastical movies could be. And so when I was trying to figure out what I liked, I really, you know, oh, and Fifth Element, that was another one that was Fifth like, Element. Yeah. Like, Snipes. Yeah, those two were my favorite. Um, Fifth Element, like the Bruce Willis. And, like, yeah, 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 you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, so those two movies really, really uh, inspired me and just were like opened my eyes to the whole visual medium of just like color and detail and just setting up a world that was just kind of a little beyond reality. Right. You know, so, um, so you're 18, you're in L.A. What's the what what's your first job? How did you get in? Did you say I'm going to I'm going to intern? I'm going to I'm going to tag along. Yeah. How'd you get in? Well, okay. So when um, I went to New York Film Academy for the year long program after I graduated, and that was not a very good experience. I was 18, like I said, and we were put with a group of 18 year olds, but there was like 12 of us in our class, which is very difficult to be collaborative and to make films with those small well, amount because of- they were out for themselves or they, they didn't want to work together yeah i mean it was a very small group but it, they were also all directors so how do you make it was hard to like have a crew to like shoot it or like do art or ad it or produce it sure and um it was just a bunch of directors and back then there was no digital camera it was still film like I oh shot, wow yeah. you guys shooting on uh, 16 or 35 16 Ugh. Boy. Yeah, so it was not you like... You had to go to Photocam and get that shit like processed yeah. and the whole, all of it. I just can't believe how much money I wasted. Oh, uh, it's crazy, isn't I it? I know, it's insane. And I had no idea what I was doing. I would go to a telecine and then I would get the footage and I would cut it. And then I would like redo all the color. And I'm like, what a fucking waste. And it's, a waste of time. Yeah, and I didn't know that at yeah. the time. And I didn't even well, know how to communicate. Nobody did, because there, there's, no there's no other medium to shoot on. So you're yeah. stuck with film. Yeah. And, and what, what, was your first, what was your first piece? Well, after well, when I was there, I knew I wanted to make music videos well how I got into okay how I was like okay filmmaking I love it I love the visual style I love music and then I just really found myself fascinated with all music videos on MTV like I was I would race home from school and go watch TRL like that was everything for my generation yeah it was like totally like I was all about that so I would watch like Britney videos and Backstreet Boys videos and Christina Aguilera like I was a pop like princess you were yes. a pop princess and you can I say it you were a pop have. princess yeah 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 um so yeah i think that uh <laughs> the music video world really really had an impact on me and i just the whole combination of the music and film like the music and images like sure and i also played the drums so i had this musical sort of like background. Do you, but do you do anything else i know okay that's a lot jesus <laughs> Because uh, you edit, you edit all your own videos too. Yeah, right? I yeah. edit about ninety percent of them, and we can get into that. But like, it just depends on. Time but you do a, you do a lot of things. I do, yeah. So what was your, what was your first? What was your first piece of content that you directed that I, well, and put out into the world? The first piece was a music video I did as my thesis, and I chose a music video because I was like, well, I'm not a writer. I knew that going into everything, and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna find a band. And back then there was like barely MySpace. Like there was like pure volume. So I like searched for like artists in LA and I found this one girl who um, it said Riverside was her location. And me living in Toluca Lake, I was like, oh, Riverside Drive. (laughs) Yeah, right down the street. (laughs) Right down the street. Nope. Nope. I got in the car. No, I think I map quested it. 
printed out the directions. Yeah. Got in my car. And I was like, holy fuck, this is like an hour and a half away. What am I getting into? Yeah. And so I went down and I met her and I, it was. What was her name? Her name was Breezy. Br- what, with a Z or with I-E? With a Z. Okay. Z-Y. And, what uh, was she? Uh, a pop? Rap? Pop. But it was like that emo pop where she had like short black hair and like, you know, it was. I mean, she was really nice, and she's somebody I still kind of kept in touch with for a while afterwards. So I did this video, and I cut it together. I colored it. I had to go and get permits for it, and I'm terrible at anything outside of creative realms. And um, yeah, it was okay. It was terrible. Was was the video terrible? I mean. I liked it at the time, obviously, but I think looking it was, back now. Yeah, you're looking like, back, I mean, I don't remember. Would last you be time mortified if, if somebody showed that at your funeral and they were like, "Here we go, breezy uh, uh, out of your all of your you know laundry no, list full of videos"? I think there's other videos I'd be more nervous about. Really? In recent ones, actually. But shut the fuck up. Yeah. Now, even today. Yep. Oh yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, Why is that? Because sometimes you just have to let the video go where somebody else wants to take it and you have to know when to be like all right my hands are you know i i wash my hands of this project because yep. you obviously don't care what i have to say and um there's there's projects where that can happen and you just have to be you know it's at the end of the day it's not my project right it's like the artist or the client or so how much control would paying. you say you had total uh, like on a percentage basis on that video particular on any video really. i mean i would say about do they give you full? 80%. Total? Yeah. And then the label comes in or the artist and says, hey, I want to do this, yeah. this, and this. It totally depends on the artist and what the project is, like everything in this business. But um, yeah, I'd say I've been lucky enough to work with a lot of people who uh, put you know trust in me and they let me do my thing, which is great. Um, but I had to earn that. It wasn't like I had that right away. I sure. Mean, there was jobs that I did, like the first job that um, that was ever commissioned, you know, that I won, you know, through like a commissioner and a label, you know, there was definitely people over my shoulder every step of the way who, you know, were asking questions and they may not have been questions I was able to answer. I was so like green to it all. But, um, who, who was it? And who was your, who was your first break? Uh, well, the very first one that I was like paid to do was a band called twin Atlantic and they were from Scotland. Sure, one of those. Scotland? Yeah. yeah, Scotland. Scotland? Yep, and they, yeah. I couldn't understand a word they said. It was fantastic, but they were really sweet guys, and it was so fun, and it happened to be two videos. Um, like, you would, you, I wrote a treatment for, like, the two videos they wanted to bundle together, so I was, like, so stoked that it was, like, a two-in-one situation. Um, so you got to direct two at one time? Yeah, and that. That, and that was really great, and it was over two days, and um, it was a lot of fun, and I actually had a lot of creative freedom on that, but there was just a lot of questions going into it, and I didn't know how to handle um, post. I, like, did all of post on my own, and I would color it, and I had to, like, hit deadlines, and I'm terrible with time management, and it was kind of my first taste of um, pre-production, production, and then diving right into post, right. and that's a very long process, and, and, it's, and you know, you have this group sort of effort leading you to the production a group effort on set and then oh my god now it's all on me now you're all alone yeah here and, take this pile yeah. of everything and then yeah. just make it awesome yeah and so it was my first taste of like deadlines and all that sort of thing so yeah it seems like forever ago who, who was the first big artist you did we were where it was like super famous to where your friends at home were like oh my god you did so and so because let's face it like even like indie movies and shit that i've done don't they don't give a fuck about that it's yeah. just it's always like oh but the new guy and accepted he was and you're just like all right cool what was the first big 
person that, that all your friends back home are like, oh my God. Totally. It's funny because I used to think some of these smaller artists, I'm like, everybody should know them. Like, yeah. Like yeah. you were saying. And I'm like, yeah. what do you mean you don't know that person? Like they're huge on my computer. Yeah. 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 Um, they're big on my iPod when yeah. I run in the park. Yeah. yeah. And then <laughs> when I run in the park. When I run in the park in a circle. <laughs> that, that, that They're huge to me. Oh, I love it. Um, it was for uh, Lil Wayne, Drake, and Future. In, Shit. in one video yeah i was really fucking nervous and it was great what was, was the name of the video it was called love me love me also known as bitches love yeah me. my bitches love me yeah i don't give a fuck about no hate as long as my bitches love You're me good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah dude i remember it. that video yeah that video was fucking dope wasn't there like water and all kinds of shit like yeah there that. was it was like a watered down like bedroom that was sort of like dilapidated that was a crazy that. video i remember you know it's funny i remember seeing your name on it and i think i called brenton and i was like Hey, it's the same. That's the same girl, right? Like, holy shit. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's unbelievable. It was one of those experiences where I didn't have any sort of hesit. Like, I didn't, I wasn't really influenced too much by outside things at that moment. Right. There was a time in my career, though, shortly after that, where I felt like I had to fit into this sort of like mold of the type of videos that were happening with those types of artists sure um but that one i was i like i kind of wrote that as like a fuck it i'm just gonna put this together i miss i had all these kind of random setups that i kind of had saved um you know from past treatments or what have you and i was home for some holiday break and i was like sitting in my like the kitchen table like at my parents house in seattle and i was like i'm just gonna put this together and hopefully they're into it and they ended up being really into it, obviously. So it was it was a really cool experience to be able to book that. And um, what's it like seeing yourself on MTV? Like, is, is that mean, that's got to be yeah pretty it, unbelievable. It doesn't happen that often. From I mean, I don't know. I don't watch. Unfortunately, don't watch MTV. Like uh, a lot of people don't. Everybody's going to YouTube for for yeah. videos now, and uh, that's yeah, that's where course. everything pops now. Yeah. I've got a three year old, and all he does is watch music videos on YouTube. Oh my gosh. Um, it dances to Good it. That's, uh, loves it. Lucky loves it. But you. I see the billions of views they yeah. have. And I, I think to myself, well, if YouTube didn't exist and this was still on MTV, could you get that many eyeballs on something? And I don't think it's possible. Not at all, especially with what they're doing with their programming. It doesn't yeah. lead anybody there. It's just kind of, it's almost like it's I have a train predi- wreck TV. And- I have a prediction for you. I don't think MTV will be a network in five years. Um, I, Vi- Viacom owns uh, them, Comedy Central, all these other guys, because just not enough people are watching. Their programming sucks, and I think it'll be combined into one and become one channel called Viacom. Well, they'll mix all that shit in together. And that's just a guess. Yeah, I mean, I used to a huge job with Viacom, and it had all their brands in it, including. Did MTV. it really? Nickelodeon yeah. and and yeah, Nickelodeon yep. and BET. There's a lot and people Logo don't realize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Comedy VH1. Central, yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's uh, that's CMT. my that's my prediction. I think yeah. Viacom's going to be the channel, and they'll they'll mix all of it into one, and all those reality programs and all that shit and comedy will be on the same channel, and that will be that. Interesting. Weird, right? Yeah, that's very interesting. So all your friends called you. They see they see the Lil Wayne video, and I'm sure they 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 say, "I want to meet him. Can I meet? Can I come on? Can I meet? Can I meet some? Can I meet your friends? Yeah, no, it was interesting because like a lot of people came out of the woodwork for that one, and were just like. Whoa, like what? And, That's what know, happens, right? Yeah. Where you're like, oh, wait, I've been doing shit for a while, but this, yeah. you're going to call me now? Like, I now mean, you're going to call me? That was pretty early on in my career, which was pretty exciting. But um, How old were you when that video came out? I was, oh, when did that come out? Like, I was probably 26. Shit. Mm-hmm. That's, cr- that's a young age to get a video that big. Uh, and especially as a woman, like, I, I, don't, I don't know many female 
music video directors at all. Um, especially at, tw- at 26, doing a little way. I mean, that was that's a massive job. Were yeah. you like, holy shit, I can't believe that like this yeah, happened? Yeah, I mean, definitely. It was definitely a holy shit moment. And meeting the guys on set, I was so nervous to like meet Drake. I'd be and, nervous to meet Lil Wayne these days. Yeah, 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 and, yeah. Like, and there was a lot of like pressure and like build up leading up to meeting them that I think made me even more nervous. But um, they ended up being pretty cool. And I, I know Drake was definitely very surprised to see that it was like a female director. And um, Lil Wayne obviously knew who I was because we had talked on the phone. Sure. I was so nervous for that. Were you taller than him? Oh, yeah. Okay, I'm kidding. Yeah, yeah. I know you were. <laughs> yeah. He's a small man. Yeah, he's very small. He's so sweet, though. He calls me Miss Hannah. Oh, which, is he really? Yeah, which is kind of Oh, funny. hey, Miss Hannah. Hey, Miss Hannah. Hey, Miss Hannah. Okay, Miss Hannah. Okay. Yeah. So, so after the Lil Wayne video comes out, does your career explode after that and you get a bunch of offers from, like, huge artists? It didn't explode, but people definitely, you know, put me on the map. Like, they knew who I was from that video. Well, um, I, re- I remember seeing a, a Miley Cyrus video you did um, mm-hmm. where your name, I remember your name was on the mirror and lipstick. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, shit. I thought to get that in there. I was like, I am. Did you? Because I yeah. remember seeing it. I was like, God damn, she yeah. made it. And not only that, but she's stamping it. I know. Because it was like. I was so happy that made the cut. You have no idea. Because sometimes like, you know, artists won't like, like, uh, you don't need to put your name on it. Because I want Which my is bullshit, by the way. I mean, I get it. I think there's a time and place for credits and videos. And I think some people do it but way But if you do it in a often. cool, creative way, like, it, yeah. yours is written on lipstick on, on a mirror, I believe. Yep. I haven't seen the video in a while. But yeah. I remember seeing it. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Hannah Dunn made it. Yeah, no. Hannah was, Dunn made it. It was she a got cool a moment. Video. I yeah. was like, I was kind of nervous to have her do it. And then I was like, okay, now you're going to write my name in lipstick. She's like, I don't know how to spell it. I'm like, you were Hannah Montana. You know how to spell <laughs> yeah, Hannah. Miley, you don't know how to spell <laughs> fucking Hannah. Come on, no, Miley. No, 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 no. I, I have all like only nice things to say about that girl. She was so professional and so much fun to That's work with. That's what I heard. Everybody yeah. says she's like the nicest person in I the world. I was kind of so. blown away how just like down to earth and professional she was. Well, I guess if you grow up in it yeah. with your entire family, like, you know, the gig, you would hope yeah. at that point and you're not spoiled and you're like, yeah. all right, this is a job and everybody else is depending on my, like, yeah. On and, me. and it was a really good time in her career. It was right after she made her look change into the, right. uh, we can't stop look. Yeah. So it yeah, was yeah, like yeah, the next yeah. thing she did. So that was like a really big moment in her career that definitely set her up as like a different type of artist less you know bubblegum and how did you how did you get into uh because you do all of Nicki Minaj's videos and Ariana Grande I see your name on all of those how, yeah. how did that how did those come about well I um it started out so the Lil Wayne one led to uh Birdman and he Brr. yep that's the Brr. one that's yep. the one and he uh yeah he you know enjoyed working with me on how did, what was the first one with him I think it might have been Tap Out which okay was like uh, a conglomerate of artists called Rich Gang. Did your mom? Yeah. Did you, is your is your mom watch the Tap Out video? Um, probably. Did, did she have a lot of questions after no, that of like nope. what these lyrics are? She has no idea. She's like, zero <laughs> idea. That's graphic. She's like, oh, my bitches nice. love me and Tap Out yeah. are two super graphic yeah. songs where it's like, oh, you're they're they're just talking about vaginas for, yeah, for four minutes. Bitches love me is almost too graphic for me because it's definitely gotten in the way oh, of, yeah, of yeah. me booking other jobs. Has it really? Yeah, like any sort of like kids commercials or toy like Mattel. Like, yeah, they'll look got, back and be like, hey, yeah. remember that video and, you shot? You're talking about pussies for for four minutes. Yeah, you can't do Mattel. I know, and yeah, even Tap Out. There was like another line that Nikki had that kind of got in the way of some stuff. So, I mean. It was, it was a really fun experience as I learned so much on that whole era. And that was also an era where I felt like I kind of f- tried to 
like fall into the mold of other things that were happening sure. around the time, which I really regret because I look back on those videos and I'm like, oh, I could have done this like my way. Like it didn't have my, I think I was still finding my voice though. Right. Um, but yeah, so those videos led, Nikki was a featured artist on Tap Out and that was mm -hmm. my first time working with her. And then from there, she liked the way like we vibed. Um, I think it went to... Oh yeah, Sierra. Uh -huh. Okay, and I uh, on Lil Wayne, uh, she was with Future. Sierra was with Future at the yeah, time. And they were Sierra, married. Had yeah. a kid, right? Yeah, I don't think they were married, but they definitely were like dating. A, a thi yeah, they were yeah, a yeah, thing. Yeah. And, when you, when um, you have a kid, you might as well be married. They weren't at that married. Point. They weren't. They didn't have a kid yet. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. This is like pre all that. That's so pre. She, all right. She came to set and she like met me and she was really sweet. And then she came on Tap Out. Uh, which Future was also in. Mm -hmm. And she like gave me a big hug. And I was like, oh my gosh, she remembers me. I was like so excited. I'm like, I know Sierra. Like she's one of those artists that um, her and Lil Wayne, um, well, mainly just Sierra, that the first artist I had worked with who mm -hmm. I was like kind of a fan of before working with them. Like, cause other people that now in this industry have come up or become something while I was in the industry. Right. And there's only a few that I've worked with that have already been you know, very established. well established, yeah, yeah. even with, even as a teen. So, um, she was one, Sierra was one that I was just like really excited to work with and she's just so talented. So Sierra led, uh, Sierra loved what I did with the future videos and she, um, had me do her single I'm out, which was like a really big, um, single off that album that whatever that one was. And Nikki was featured on it. And she also loved that I had previously worked with Nikki and, um, one, one job led to another. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, and so then Nikki liked me on that one, and then I think that one led to Bang Bang. Oh yeah, you were nominated for that, right? Oh, I missed a lot. What did I miss? We got we we got we got we got uh, we got a producer off camera saying saying Hannah missed a lot. No, but like Hannah what did missed I a miss? Big gap of her career. But what did I miss with Nikki? That's what we're talking about. <laughs> I don't even remember. You got no help. I worked with Nikki like seven here's, times. Here's what I crazy. love. You're, you're this successful that you've forgotten just a whole stretch of like famous shit you've done. I mean, uh, which I mean, is awesome. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot. That's what I love about music, video, music videos. It's like you can do so much. Like you can do like a few projects a month and it's really fun just to like have a project and really work hard on it and like dive in and and get creative and all these little parts like fit together for this one little thing and then like cut it together and like on to the next it's like yeah it goes a, out to the world and then you're on yeah, to the next. how many videos you shoot a year um i think i'm averaging around 14 14 videos a year yeah. holy shit last year it was less but they were all bigger projects than the years prior so gotcha uh, budget wise yeah, budget-wise and just, like, the reach of, you know, who the artists are and all that. Because as you get further in your career, there's less of those big, big budgets that right. are just sort of out there. Right. Um, and, but there's a, there was a pocket of, like, a certain budget range where there was just a lot of those. So I was able to book, you know, a lot of those. And when there's really good momentum, you know, if you're working a lot the moment, and the momentum's going, it's much easier to stay creative and keep the juices flowing and sure, to then book it's, other it's things. Sure, than to take time off. Uh, how many, oh, how many uh, MTV Music Awards have you been nominated no, for? Or, no, I was going to say, how many have I won? None! Yeah, I know you've won I none. Won I know you've won none. But how, so you were nominated bad. how many times? How many times? Well, Ariana was nominated this the last video, we or the last year's um, VMAs. Into You was nominated for cinematography, um, editing, which I did. Yeah. Um, female and pop. 
Yeah. And to win a pop music like video award, I would be... That's your end-all be-all, right? Yeah. That and female, because that is what got me into the game, is like doing like Britney Spears or like, you know, those types of artists. So to be doing like this generation's crop of like pop stars right. is kind of like a dream, which is insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I remember watching though when you were... I think you guys were nominated. I think you were nominated maybe three times or three different categories for that video. Yeah, there was four categories for that one. And yeah. Then, and I remember watching, I was like, yeah. dude, because we all wanted you to win. And it was like, we were waiting oh, and we're just true. waiting I and mean, i was like lemonade's not gonna win every fucking one oh is it? but it did but it did it just over and over. Uh, beyonce yeah uh, beyonce Be- it's like uh, at the end of it you're like dude let's just let's just change the name of yeah. the network to beyonce uh and give her everything i did like the video yeah the video was rad no and she works so hard and she's somebody who really puts music videos in a good place and they she helps make them ex- extremely relevant which i think is important and it's you know some artists or some labels don't give as much attention to videos and they don't put as much money into them or an effort and i think that what she's doing for you know the whole medium is important for a video yeah yeah yeah. no i mean what what she's doing is, is is incredible and it's always top secret like I, I feel like I'm on Twitter at like two in the morning and it's like a Beyonce video just shows up and you're like, where the fuck? What, where was she doing this? Yeah. And like, while she's pregnant, yeah. and like, it's insane. It's like, was she really pregnant? Did it's, somebody else have that baby? Cause you, you just shot 90 videos that yeah. got released in an hour. Yeah. Uh, it, it's, it's crazy. Her, her work ethic is in, insane. It is. I wish I could see it or be a part of it. Well, maybe you, yeah. you, you can be inside the womb for, for, for the next I mean, she's got <laughs> twins now. Yeah. I know. So <laughs> who's, who's somebody you want want to work with that you have more with it uh britney spears christina aguilera avril lavigne katie perry taylor swift selena gomez rihanna wow that's a that's a huge list so i look i was i was <laughs> expecting one you gave me 90 i mean um, I, I make lists who's but if you had to choose one just choose one but um, gun to your head choose one right now probably rihanna I like Rihanna. She's just so cool. Like that's my black girl pass, by so the way. Much Rihanna's swag. my black girl pass. I love, I love Rihanna. It's insane. I'm a married man, but that's you know, yeah, yeah. She's she's rad, and yeah. her videos are rad. Yeah. Uh, that that Calvin Harris one where she's in the box, she, even though she's just looking in the camera like this. Like, what did they steal that concept? No. <laughs> it was a great video. Huh? It was a great video. It was okay. It was no, 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 it was. She, she looked, looked really she cool. Looked, she, like, she it's a, like the outfit was really cool. It made the whole abstract. It did. It did, yeah. The whole situation. But you could have done that. Nicely. Were you watching that and saying, ah, give no, 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 no. Like, I don't like. Do you ever do that? I mean, it's so hard. I do hard that to, when I watch movies. I'm like, oh, fuck, I, I could have been funnier than that guy. Yeah, I think there's like, I think I could have had like a cooler vibe to it, like a cooler like look. Like sometimes you never really know what happens in the video, like where, where the, may, if the artist chose that or whether they or the director did or yeah. Yeah. Or the label or some other variable. There's so many things that go into what happens and you know, whether like they had a crazy time crunch. Like I just did a video where the artists had to like, we were given these small windows of time with the artists. Right. And it wasn't just like, these small windows they would rush us and rush us and rush us to get them out of there and then all of a sudden they would stay like an extra two hours and it's like at that point we'd already rushed the shit out of everything yeah and it, we've already done the job of you know feeling stressed and like yeah, yeah. Not hurry up really, and wait hurry up and wait hurry up and wait and then yeah, yeah just not really getting the best stuff we could get and then so you never really know like what the circumstances are so it's now that i'm like in the business more and i and i understand that i've experienced that firsthand it's i definitely am a little more forgiving in terms of if i am too judgy but i I'm, gotcha. but i'm very judgy 
Well, all right, let's, let me ask in you my this. Life. What about one dead artist? If you could go back and do Michael one. Michael Jackson. Really? Oh my gosh. That's Scream? your jam. You're you're a pop, you're pop through and through. Oh my god, Scream is just so amazing. He's just so insanely talented. Yeah. We had a we actually had a music producer on last night who did uh, uh some of Michael Jackson's uh albums. And wow. uh he had some crazy stories about and he just said he was a genius. Yeah. He, he was a flat out genius, like forget all the weird shit. He was just a flat out like a, like a genius genius and um, like it's it's mind-blowing and then he's like the one artist and maybe it's just a generational thing that like after they passed i cried like i don't even know i was prince oh yeah prince. see i had no real like ah, love, prince. That, but love like, prince i get it like yeah. i totally get it because I, I i felt it when he when michael jackson died i remember like i watched like a whole bunch of music videos that night they probably had something playing like on every yeah, station. yeah yeah tribute yeah and i Definitely remember where I, where I was sitting, watching the videos, and all of a sudden I was like, "Oh my god, I'm crying." And yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, yeah. Prince, I shed a tear. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't want to say it was, you know, when the doves cry, but <laughs> it was when Ross cried. It was, yeah. it was when Ross cried last. <laughs> uh, I, I love Prince, big fan yeah. of Prince, uh, yeah. and Bowie too. I like, I like Bowie a lot as well. But uh, Prince was that that one got me. I was yeah. like, oh man, damn, how are we gonna let the elevator take us down? And he died in one. And I was just like, motherfucker, <laughs> not Prince. Don't go out like that. Yeah. So what do you want to do for the future? You want to do movies? Are you going to make nice the segue. jump to movies? Um, yeah, I think I definitely want to do that down the line. I, it's so hard to find your first project. And, and Are you reading scripts actively I'm, right now? I'm reading scripts, but to be honest, it's really hard to give time to that when you are like working back to back. Yeah. And, which is great. I'm really grateful for the work. And it's been, you know, like I said, the momentum has to be there. Um, but it does take a lot of time to read the script and like, see if you like it and then, you know, figure out the next move. And it's such a slow moving part of the industry. Movies are super slow. Yeah. And I'm super, and it's hard when you're coming from music videos and commercials. So, cause it's so fast paced, like you book a job like the month before and like, well, look, I I will say this when, when you do get financing for a movie, then it goes pretty quickly where it's like, okay, we're the train's moving. We're we're leaving. We're all getting on it. Um, but I want to see you do something cool if you do like. Whatever it is, it's got to be something. Could you want to do yeah. comedy or drama? Well, okay, it's funny because I was definitely into comedy about a year ago. I was like, "What movies do I absolutely love and just can watch over and over and over?" Obviously, I like those artsy movies. Like, who doesn't you know like those? With, sure. Yeah, like I was saying, but it's but, also- but but those I feel you watch once. And you're like, oh, man, that was really cool. But you don't watch that again with your buddies. Like you comedies a, you watch yeah. over and over again. You need a break. And it's, it's you definitely have to space it out. Um, like Moonlight. You're not going home with your buddies. and like, oh, man, let's throw on Moonlight again. And just chill. <laughs> yeah. Just Moonlight chill yeah, for a little it's bit. Not, it's not that light. You need some, Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I was like, hey, what do I like? And I'm like, okay, Clueless. Like, that's. Sure. Like, Clueless. Again, super poppy. Like, it's, yeah, yeah. Like, that was definitely one of the ones that influenced me as a kid. And, um. And Bridesmaids. Bridesmaids is a great one. Yeah. That's a great one. Yeah. yeah. And the yeah. other woman, like those are ones that really make me feel good and they're fun to s- just watch. And it's funny. I-, I actually have been watching movies without sound lately. On purpose? To, yeah. Just to sort of see what they're doing with composition and color. And that's cool. I know. It's really fun. It all started because I would go to Dry Bar and they would play movies on like, on the TV. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And it would just be subtitles. And I was like, I just found myself noticing different things in the movies and I was just super fascinated about, you know, all that good stuff. 
Um, but yeah, comedy was something I was really into. And then I got a little taste of it on a commercial I did. And it might have just been the circumstances of just like all the different things happening. But I was like, yep, this is not going to be the easiest thing. Like you can't fake comedy. You, can't. you can you can definitely fake like some sort of mood and you can not really fake it. But like you can definitely cheat that whole you know yeah but funny is funny if it's yeah. not funny you know and everybody else knows and they're just it's deflating yeah. when it's not funny and you're just like uh completely god damn it yeah but i love the idea of like female comedy and fem- like a cast like a full well that's where that's yeah. where all the comedies being made right now are all female so yeah. if, if that's your jam that, that that's probably your best shots moving forward so yeah uh, at least it's good that it's it's realistic um yeah definitely and i have a, a friend of mine who is somebody i love to collaborate with we used to be roommates and She's an amazing writer and moved to Denver. Why did she move to Denver? To teach spin. <laughs> what? I'm, I'm sorry? Could you repeat that? Because I think, I think there was something wrong with the headset. I she know. moved to Denver to teach spin. Spin class. She's, yeah, because there's a huge spin, spin world in Denver these days. Oh, there actually is. It's insane. She's like a celebrity there. And her husband, like she got married and her husband's from there and they have like a happy life and she's able to write and... Kind of like you. Yeah. You yeah. somewhere else and you can focus on all these different things. It's and nice. Yeah. It is nice. Because it, it, it's once you have a family, uh, yeah. it's hard in Los Angeles. Priorities. I, yeah. I, boy, I sat 90 hours worth of traffic the last you know three or four days here. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh. I, I, I told uh, Brandon earlier, I was like, man, I, at some point, I was like, I'm just going to hang myself on Facebook Live <laughs> in my car and just say, hey, guys, uh, it's L.A. traffic. You get it. Don't no. think that I had a drug problem or anything else going on with me. I just, I just couldn't sit in traffic you, anymore. You just need some car snacks and a good podcast. I, yeah, that's it. I, yeah. I find you can gun through everything. I think that's why Joe Rogan makes so many goddamn shows. Like, we do a lot. We do two a week um, mm-hmm. on, on each show, uh, which I think is a lot. Rogan's going every day and like for three hours. And he's smoking. Have you seen... Because there's only a few of us who do, who do live videos. It's relatively new, newish, wow. I'd say. And he's smoking weed on his. Wow. And he gets the guests to smoke weed. Cool. So, it, well, I don't know. Would you smoke <laughs> weed? If you went on Rogan, would you smoke weed with if, Rogan? I mean, if I was with you, I would do it. Like, yeah, if yeah, you were yeah. like, hey, this is how it's going to go down, I'd be like, whatever you say, Ross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's, smoke, let's, let's smoke some weed. We yeah. had a challenge because uh, we have a P.O. box. And so we had a challenge. Somebody to, to, to send in syrup. To mm-hmm. the show, and we'll do a whole show on, on syrup. So we'll see if that happens. Oh my god, I have a funny story about that. You do? Yeah. Did you take it? No, but I had a <laughs> meeting with all those guys. Uh, who? Which guys? Uh, Lil Wayne, uh-huh. Dreezy, Bird the City Man, of the Purple Sprite, and yeah. all and all their friends. And we had a meeting at the uh, Peninsula Hotel in Beverly Hills, and I show up probably in some really lame outfit. And no, I, you're always super stylish. I, was, I, I like, follow your I, I follow your Instagram. You've always got cool shit. You always look maybe cool. maybe now it's cooler. But back then, I think I was not. I like again. I didn't find. I couldn't find my voice in many things. Um, but so I sat down and I was waiting for them in like this gold room. And all of a sudden, all these people walk out, and I'm like, okay, cool. And one guy had like this bedazzled styrofoam like chassel. Yeah. And I was just like, wow, I love your cup, and just completely. <laughs> oblivious to the whole no way what was inside action. and he didn't say anything i don't remember he might have like laughed and he could have been out of it and be like oh thanks that, like, that's my syrup cup looking back i'm like whoa i was an idiot and that's a really funny when you moment. You, you know you've made it when you have a, a syrup chalice um that's yeah. what i think because I, I don't think that i've made it yet i mean it was i don't bedazzled. have a syrup chalice in my yeah yeah it had, but it was styrofoam and it had like all these metal sort of like so it was still styrofoam on it. and they want and they went they put diamonds on on styrofoam 
It wasn't diamonds. It was like metal sort of studs. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of kind of like uh, George Michael, late 80s, you know? All these references, like a, like a George all these Michael references are just like over my head. Well, Hannah, <laughs> I, <laughs> I appreciate good pop. All right. R.I.P. George Michael. Yeah. Um, this is fun. Shit, this flew by. Uh, this, is the, this is the point in the show where we get to the revolutionary figure of the week. Uh, this one's for you, Hannah. Uh, it's a little lady. Named Alice Guy Biache. I'm hoping I'm pronouncing that right. It's, it, it's French. Uh, she was the first female director. Uh, she was a pioneer in uh, French cinema. She is uh, revered uh, as the first female director and writer of narrative films. Um, wow. So there you have it. What was her name? Uh, her name was Alice Guy Biache. Uh, I don't look. I don't know Fran- France. I don't know France. <laughs> I don't know France. Either. I don't know France at all. Uh, there's a tilde over the e, uh, which is like a Spanish thing, and then there's another hyphen. So it was like, w- was she also the first person to keep her own name after getting married? Uh, I don't know. Maybe there's a hyphen. Whenever yeah. I see a hyphen, I look hyphen at the guy and I'm that, like, yo, that long ago? Uh, would you when you do? Because you're, you're not married. When you do get married, are you, are you gonna hyphen it up or keep your own? Um, well, the kids are gonna take my last name. <laughs> it's, they're all gonna be. They're all gonna be. So and so Lux Davis. So yeah, I like it. Like, cause Lux Davis is cool. Did they call you HLD at all? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, that is actually my name. I get quite often. HLD, appreciate yeah. being on the show. Thank you so much for having this me. Was this fun. was fun. It did fly by, God. like you said. It did. It did. The Lacroix. The Lacroix makes it fly by. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Thanks for tuning into the Revolution, kids, uh, and keep your eyes peeled. For Hannah Lux Davis's videos, uh, top female director in the game. I'm going to say it since you won't. I'm going to say it since you won't. Uh, big fan. Big fan of your videos. And uh, thank you for being on the show. Thank you. We love you, Hannah. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.